time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller. It's time to learn a little bit more about the financial world and how it might impact you as things move and shake out there across the financial landscape. Glenn's a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you throughout Greensboro with an office on Mirrors Chapel Road. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the ups and downs of being an informed consumer. And Glenn, I'm sure people are kind of scratching their head saying, well, what's the downside of being informed about something? That doesn't make any sense. Right. But No, I mean, you're absolutely right, Walter. But there is some things to think about, as I'm sure we're going to be talking about today. That's what we're going to dive in. You know, I think we all want to feel informed about our options when it comes to making financial decisions. So, you know, you probably turn to a lot of different sources to gather that information. So I want to look at some of the popular areas where we get our financial education from, how we evaluate whether these things are wise areas to grow our financial knowledge and those kinds of conversations. Now, a lot of people, Glenn, are going to get their financial news and information from a variety of sources like TV news, TV shows, whether they be entertainment or news related, magazines, newsletters, those kinds of things. We'll just kind of lump all that together, I guess, as media. Who or what are some of the primary voices in media that you find people are listening to the most? Well, Walter, I mean, there's a variety. I mean, I think some of that has to do with age and generation and so forth. You know, I mean, there's certainly print media, there's television, there's the internet. I think, you know, the younger you get, the more folks will kind of, you know, lean more towards the internet. Folks who have been retired for a while, a lot of times still like to read the newspaper and magazines and things like that, because that's kind of what they grew up with. Right. So, I mean, you see a little bit of everything. And of course, all that stuff is still out there. And they're good things to do. I mean, certainly you want to read through and understand what's going on. You know, one of the hardest things, I think, for folks um, when they're gathering information is to be able to sort fact from, you know, opinion, right? And that's a challenging thing in financial information that's out there. It's also obviously a challenging thing when you're, when you're looking for news today. It's like it used to be easier to figure out what was news and what was editorial, and now it's becoming the lines are getting blurred, and that, that holds true, I think, uh, you know, like I say, with the overall news and the cycles and cable news and the internet and everything else, but, you know, it, it's true with financial information that's out there as well. That's a great point, Glenn. I mean, what are the pros and cons nowadays? We've got this new thing. It's not just TV and newspapers and newsletters. It seems like Internet, you know, would get its own kind of designation here. What are the pros and cons of using the Internet for financial research when we literally have, you know, so much information at our fingertips? Well, yeah, Walter. I mean, like I say, it's a resource and it's truest sense. It's a good thing, right? I mean, access to more information is always a good thing. The challenge is that we were talking about when you get into opinion versus fact, oftentimes, like for instance, um, you know, one thing that comes to mind is that, you know, sometimes, you know, folks are introduced to a new concept or possibly a, a new financial product that they're really not sure that much about and they don't really know and they want to go out and learn more about it, which is kind of natural and you should do that. But, you know, when you start doing research, you know, what ends up happening is that, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease is kind of an, as an old saying, but it's an old saying because it's kind of true. It, you know, it's a, there's a certain truism there. And, and what I mean by that is that you rarely get a lot of folks, you know, who are going online and like, you know, and giving their opinions and reviews and feedback, you know, on a positive note. Right. Because it's like if folks are happy, they tend to just be happy and they go along and they don't take the time to let folks know about, you know, what was 
was good and how they how they were able to you know derive benefits from this or that. But if somebody is dissatisfied, well, you know, people are, are more than happy. You know, they're ready. They're going to complain and they're going to put all that stuff out there. And so oftentimes it's kind of skewed as to what information is out there on the internet because you know oftentimes you'll see more negative reviews than positive reviews, and that's not just true in financial world and financial products and different things but that's true in just about anything i mean if you were to if you were to look up restaurant reviews and things like that it's not always real you know easy to really get true good information from there because there's just that natural human element that most people are going to voice that negativity faster than they're going to you know give praise to something does that make sense yeah it certainly does glenn now is it possible with all this information at our fingertips, I get the two sides debate or even the, the multiple sides debate. Sometimes you get, you know, just all sorts of angles to some of these conversations. But is there also a situation where we can do too much research before making a financial decision? Well, you know, there's the old saying, you know, paralysis from analysis, right? And so, yeah, I mean, you can, it's hard to say that you can do too much research, you know, because I mean, you always want to be more informed, but you know, what you have to determine is that, okay, when am I going to be satisfied that I have enough information to be able to make a decision? And for some folks, that's an awfully hard thing to do because making decisions, particularly major decisions, is not exactly something that everybody is really enthusiastic about doing a lot because they're afraid of making errors and making mistakes. And so it's very easy to just say, well, I, I need to keep researching it. And sometimes that can be valid and sometimes that can just be a crutch to be procrastinating making the decision. And so, again, you kind of have to be honest with yourself and maybe you know kind of check in with somebody else and kind of bounce that back and forth. And, and then help you kind of determine, you know, hey, are, have you done enough research to know whether or not that you should maybe do this or not do this? And again, it's a very tricky balance because people are very good at being able to, you know, play some mental gymnastics and mind games with themselves to be able to put things off that are challenging to deal with. We're talking a lot about how, you know, I think information can be a bad thing. Information can be a negative thing. And we don't want to put off that entire impression. Information is good. You know, information is power, certainly. But Glenn, maybe uh, what's a way that you've seen somebody be influenced by their own research that was actually harmful to them? Well, like I say, Walter, I mean, I, I think it was what we were kind of talking about a little earlier, right? A lot of times when folks go out and try to do research, and you know, a lot of times what they're really going to find is they're going to find opinion. And they're going to find opinion around where somebody had a bad experience, right? And, you know, what I always, you know, have the conversation with folks is that there are tons and tons of places that you can position your money into, whether it's be insurance products or in the investment world and, and so forth. And the reality is that all of these different products and all these different services that are out there are, are there and they're sustainable because there's a market for them and there's a need for them. The challenge is that if somebody ends up, you know, positioning some money or buying something or, or that kind of thing and it was not the right fit for them, then they're likely to have a negative experience, right? And that's when you'll see those negative reviews and so forth. Whereas, you know, you have some other folks who are utilizing that exact same product or that exact same service, and it's working out very well because it was the right fit. It's like I always use the analogy. It's like if you were to go to the shoe store, right, and you and you went in and you were going to buy a new pair of shoes, and let's say you had a size 9 foot, you were going to try on the shoe. Well, they kind of had the box upside down, and it was a size 6, and they brought it to you, and obviously it wouldn't fit, right? And if you didn't try it on and you took it home, then you would be dissatisfied. But that doesn't mean that it was a bad shoe. It just means that it wasn't the right shoe for you, right? It would have been the right shoe for somebody else. 
And so that's the real distinction that I think needs to be made is that most things that are out there in the world that you can you know, purchase or position to or, or do some planning with, there are places that this piece of the puzzle will fit. And the question is, will it fit you know, in your particular puzzle? And if so, is it being done in the right way? And if it is, then it can really be a great thing. Whereas you know, for somebody else who didn't have that right fit, they had a negative experience and then you base your decision on just looking at somebody else's negative experience and that might not be the right way to make a choice. Great point, I think, there, Glenn. And something we should certainly always remember is that information is power, but used in the wrong way or the wrong information followed can lead us down a bad path. And so we just got to be very careful as we're doing all this kind of research. Glenn, if I'm uh, you know listening to the program and I'm finding information about the financial world or you know I see something in the news, whether I'm a client or I'm just curious and I want to get your opinion on something, is that something people do? They you know message you with something that they they see and want to kind of run it by you? Can you kind of serve as that filter for folks to help educate them and make sure that they're following the right path and the right, you know, getting the right kind of guidance? Sure, Walter. I mean, and typically, I mean, that's something where you, you know, either want to get together, you know, face to face and have a conversation or possibly, you know, at, you know, have a call on the phone or whatnot. But you want to check in and get second opinions about things. And it kind of depends upon where you are in life and what your situation is. If you're a client or you, you're out there in the marketplace and you're looking for an advisor, you know, absolutely. I mean, that's, a, you know, the first thing that I want to be is a resource to folks, you know, and be able to help answer some questions. And then from there, you know, if folks are looking for help, then additional conversations, you know, come about from there. But the first thing is that, you know, normally folks are going to have some questions about some things. And that's why I'm here. I want to help. That's why I teach workshops and, you know, in courses and things like that, because I enjoy teaching and being in an environment where folks are, you know, are wanting to learn. Well, if you've got any questions for Glenn, it's easy to get in touch and he can talk to you about some of the different research that maybe you've done. Or if you've got questions on your sources of financial information and news, Glenn can help you kind of weed through those things and give you that, you know, informed opinion of somebody who is in the business and working in this world each and every single day. The number to call is 336-291-3535. Again, that's 336-291-3535. You can also find Glenn online at greensbororetirement.com. Schedule a free consultation on the website by clicking on that button at the bottom of the page, greensbororetirement.com. And you can always come in and say hello in the office there in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. Glenn, thanks so much for taking the time out to be on the podcast with us this week and filling us in with some great information. Looking forward to another show with you next time around. Sounds great, Walter. I appreciate it. All right, have a good one. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on The Retirement Roadmap. 